If you want to increase your income in 2018, you have to increase your organization, reduce laziness, procrastination, get more organized. Me and my brother are mapping out on seven yellow notepads a plan for 2018. You've got to think things through logically. This will help you overcome laziness and procrastination. People procrastinate because they don't know what they're going to do. So conscientiousness, which equals more income, starts with organization. Then it moves to hard work. Organize your work before you do it. Don't put money in anything that you can't afford to lose. Okay, the only thing guaranteed money there probably is, and even some people would argue that, if you got less than 100 grand at FDIC insured bank, theoretically, your money's safe, although inflation and the Federal Reserve can kind of hijack your money. But nothing's guaranteed in this world except death and yeah. maybe taxes. Definitely taxes. Although people getting around taxes in this world. I'm no, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, so, okay, so let's walk through a hypothetical trade. Let's pick a, so a hypothetical person. Somebody's got a grand. Let's yeah, just start. Great. They want to trade quickly. They want to try to make some, some money on, let's just pick a coin. So I'm going to pull up right now. You can just go to anybody listening. By the way, if you want the, the advanced, if you, I'm actually doing a certification. It's cool. not a college degree, but if you want to go through the paid mentorship that I have, it's this eight-week program, Brock's teaching in it, William's teaching, I'm bringing the best people, go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast, that'll take you to the correct page. All right, so I'm going to go here, we're doing our hypothetical, we just go to coin market cap, let's pick, and for those of you new to this, it's just a website that lists all the cryptocurrencies, or the most of the cryptocurrencies, in order. So right now you can see Bitcoin is at 16,598, <laughs> 277 billion market. Then you got Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, IOTA, Ripple, Litecoin. Let's look through here. Are when you're trading, are you looking past the top 10 usually? Of course. Okay. So let's keep going. Good Where time, are we looking? When I mean, you go I, I I'll trade like I trade Steam. Um, let's pick Steam. Let's just cool. pick one. Steam's okay. Cool. So we're going here. No, the market cap uh, number 30, exactly, is one called Steam. It's at $1.94. Okay, it's got a, almost a half a billion market cap, $478 million. That's a really cool project, too, Steam. Yeah, Steam is kind of like the decentralized Reddit kind of thing, yeah. too. Yeah, if you, you want make good money, information. Make money by posting good content. Steve. Okay, <laughs> so you guys are here. We can see the volume. You can see the volume, the yep. 24 hours. So what are you looking at Well, that's here? good volume right there. That's, so say it out just in case they that's can't a, see. That's 11 million U.S. dollars or 11.5 million U.S. dollars or 701 Bitcoin. Okay. So that's, I, that's comfortable, man. That's good volume. What's the, what do you look for? What's too low? Too low is, you know, you got like 100 Bitcoin going through there. I'm not comfortable with that. Okay, so if it's 100, this is at 700 Bitcoin. Anything under 100 in, for William, for him trading for his own account. It's shady. That's too low. Too okay. low. I can't get it in or out fast enough if something happens. We're on coinmarketcap.com. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, then, um, and then as far as like, uh, you know, like for example, if I or if a hypothetical person was trading, right, mm-hmm. uh, they saw that this was at $11 million today. But yep. tomorrow, if it was at $22 million, uh, if someone was trading and someone was a trader, they might look at that and they might say, uh, wow. The volume has doubled over the past 24 hours. What's going on? Mm-hmm. So if someone was a trader and someone was a good trader and they saw that it had doubled, they'd probably want to investigate why that's so happening. So let's take it through. Let's say it was, we fast forward, it's tomorrow. Yeah. It's yeah. jumped to 22 million. Yeah. 
What do you do? How do you research that? I would go out um, first, like just literally on Google. So you just go to Google and try to, you type in Steam. And I would see if some big, sorry, I just kicked that, if some big news had come out. Um, And if big news um, wasn't there, I would go to Reddit. And I'd go see if there was any whisperings so on Reddit. You would probably look actually at on Steam. 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 This coin is for a website <laughs> called Steam. Steam. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you would go to Steam, or you would go to Reddit, or yeah. you'd go to Google, or and Twitter, Telegram. Like, yes. Let's say it's negative news. Negative news. Oh, let's say it's bad news. Um, then, yeah, like I. It wouldn't be bad news with the volume. It, well, it could be sell volume. Yeah, it could be sell. But, but then you'd see be... negative, like, 50%. You'd also want to investigate. Um, but, yeah, that, that type of things, dude. When there's bad news in these crypto markets, it, it happens quick. Yeah. They'll dump quick. He said he basically is the number one conditioned UFC person. And if you know about athletics, UFC guys are almost the most conditioned. So if you're the most conditioned in the most conditioned bid. So what do you think my immediate response was to that? I didn't have a yellow notepad with me. What did I do? I will show you. I immediately pulled out my Evernote because I don't carry a yellow pad with me all the time to a strip club. I wouldn't probably have it. Although, believe it or not, while I was in there, there was a guy with a notepad drawing the girls. I was like, oh my God, I got to get out of here. So here is my notes. He told me the most fascinating way. He basically said, you have to keep your heartbeat at 87% of your max for 60 minutes a week. That's it. So you can do it 15 minutes four times a week, 20 minutes three times. And I said, how do you measure it? He said, get this thing. So what do you think I immediately went out and did the next day? See, when a smart person tells me about equipment, I don't go, well, that's not the way I do it. Does he know more than me? Who thinks I'm the most conditioned athlete in the world? Okay. Who thinks maybe a UFC fighter who's immediately fighting on the main card is better conditioned than me? So, see, I understand there's a hierarchy. I don't care if my mom told me I'm special. I go, this guy's more special than me in this area. So if he tells me, get this equipment, I bought it basically the same night. I didn't get home till 4 in the morning. So my question is, I've been sitting here with this equipment. You guys all know I've made more money than all of you combined. None of you wanted to walk by and see what equipment I had. You're that proud? That proud of yourself? When I saw Emil, I'm like, dude, tell me everything. 60 minutes per week in the red zone with Polar Beat app. Set 87% of your max. Heart matter. Two days trade, create heart. Run, sprint, bike. Don't count the interval until you hit the red zone. Light days. Two or three days. That. Then two to three days sparring or bike, five hard intervals and five rests, at least 15 minutes a day. Fast cardio, not important. They're eating 6,000 calories. It's just a whole map. Why are you guys not excited by that? It concerns me about this company. I was very concerned about multiple things yesterday. One of them is I came to the Epiphany. There ain't one person who's walked by and looked at my setup and take a picture. How's that possible? I know. There's four reasons that people are stubborn. Because basically all your problems come down to stubbornness. All my problems are stubbornness issues. Stubbornness. And there's four reasons, and that's all. Everything you don't like in your life or the world stems from these four things. One is sensual. This means addicted or physical addictions or laziness is a physical thing. Like you don't. Sensual means you like to feel good. 
So some of you, maybe it's too much to walk over here and take a picture. That's an option. Sherlock Holmes said when you remove all the options, whatever remains, no matter is the correct answer, no matter how unlikely. So sensual, um, you could be self-important. I think part of it's this. Not in your words, but in your actions. Is it self-important if somebody tells you, this is how I get in great shape, and you immediately take notes on it? Is that self-important, proud? No, that's the opposite. That is what? Humble. Is seeing me work on a certain set of tools every single day and zero people copying it, would that be proud or humble? That seems like proud. Now, you might say you don't have, all, you don't have enough money to get this computer. This, first of all, we have these down in the basement for free. This is the best mouse. You use a mouse all the time. All the time. So maybe it's self-importance. The other one is uh, sensitive. Some people listening and maybe some people in this room are butthurt by my conversational tone. Get whoop-de-fucking-do. Welcome to planet Earth. You think everyone fucking babies you? What planet? You want to make a million bucks? You better get thick skin. You better get thick skin. Life's a little bit like a UFC fight. If someone pokes you and you fall over and whine and cry, you should go back and live with mom. This is planet Earth. By the way, if any of you didn't get your paycheck last page cycle, everybody would be whining to me. Everybody. So people want to be sensitive when you show what they're doing wrong. They're like, whoa, whoa, don't don't accuse me. Don't judge. But if you do one minor thing, they're going to come at you with full blaze. If I didn't pay everybody here, I'd get about 40 people, 30 people in this room. I'd get 30 WhatsApps. Yo, Ty, I haven't been paid in two weeks. Should I be sensitive and go, well, you know, it's just, I just, I'm having a hard time. No. You're like, fuck that. Give me my money. So what I'm saying to you is stop being so sensitive. Do the right thing when you're in this office. I'm not talking about morals and religion. I'm talking about business productivity. So you think the value of Bitcoin is the fact that there'll never be more than 21 million once the whole... It's the best distributed. We talk about distribution a lot in the ICO market, right? So you can really kill your ICO if you only put like two or three people in charge of all the the assets. If you go to, you know, great if you have giant institutional investors who want to come in, but they shouldn't come in for more than, you know, 10 or 15% and they should, you know, naturally share some of that as the price is going up and make some profits. You know, if this is a, you know, security type token, which some institutionals might be looking at versus utility tokens, which they still don't really know what to do with. Yeah. You know, we're looking on some solutions. So Ben, one last, another question for you. How did you predict accurately that Bitcoin was going to drop? It was up 19, 18, 20,000. How did you predict 12,000 so accurately to the day? Um, what magic do you possess? You know, part of that is guesswork. And I'll tell you why. It's, it's about like pop psychology, right? So, um, it's the last day of trading on an exchange floor, like CME or CBOE, mm-hmm. before Christmas. It's five days after CME launched. By the way, for those of you who know, don't know, crypto, Bitcoin now became something that could be traded in other markets, specifically these future markets. Yeah, so uh, uh, you're not trading Bitcoin on yes. the, fut- the, the futures trading floor. It doesn't create a block in the blockchain. You're trading a synthetic derivative. So you're yes. trading a futures contract. It's a contract to deliver me Bitcoin in the future, right? So people are betting, uh, can bet against crypto or for, you, you can, can be on either side. Yeah. 
for the doubt. You could already bet against it. Bloomberg's comment, though, the Bloomberg thing that you're talking about uh, is pretty hilarious to me, actually, because it sounds an awful lot like what I was hearing from a lot of people three or four years ago on Wall Street. Um, and that trade didn't really play out well for them. So I don't That's really... True. No, so you stop listening. You stop yeah. listening to Bloomberg. <laughs> yeah. But I thought Bloomberg's the experts. How can they be wrong? Well, they've been talking about crypto for years, <laughs> saying it's worth nothing. And as I said, it hasn't played out well. So yeah. I don't really listen. You to have them. to understand <laughs> this is a fundamental shift away from a current yeah. system. You know, yeah. the current system will work as a kind of a building block to integrate with these systems. But this is the kind of a hedge against the system in a way. Like the people that are buying Bitcoin are buying it because the system isn't working for them. Yeah, and that's I think a fundamental difference. Now, smart money is getting involved. It might not always work out. Bitcoin might not always be there. Like, but for now, it's definitely on the trajectory. And then you have projects like Bitcoin Cash, which are awesome, and it's you know it's faster and better than Bitcoin. But yeah. there's so many people, you know, over Bitcoin. So here's the problem with uh, Bitcoin Cash. First of all, wait. Let, let me stop you one second because we're going to go down that path. And yeah. once if we go down this, we will never return. Yeah. <laughs> let me quickly get Dan on. Yeah, but hold that. Do not. I, I must hear what you guys have to say, Dan. What do you think on crypto and throwing a little bit of what you're doing on the mining side? Because not all cryptocurrencies need to be mined. Some of them have other proofs, right? Like EOS, for example, is not something you mine. But these big ones that we know of, like Bitcoin, need to be mined. And people are doing that. North Korea, one of the big miners. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's something we should speak about. But <laughs> we may be murdered. We may be assassinated by Kim Jong-un. Yeah, if we all disappear, if these four... <laughs> What do you think of the pink sweater, by the way? I love it, man. It'd be easy to find you if North Korea. This is my beacon to North Korea. So if you're interested in Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and want to learn how to make money with Bitcoin, I'm opening up a brand new Bitcoin crypto academy for you. Crypto is starting to fundamentally change everything from currencies to the very structure behind the Internet. And if you don't understand it, you will be left behind. Remember, if you had put $100 into Bitcoin in 2010, you would have over $100 million right now. I don't want you to miss out on the coming opportunities offered by Bitcoin in the cryptocurrency space. So I brought in the best experts in the game, the people that are teaching me and training me, and I'm gonna share that with you because it's not too late to understand Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and the blockchain and to make money with it. So to sign up for my new Bitcoin Crypto Academy and learn how to invest, how to make money in this new exciting space, I'm gonna open up room for a few of you to have early access to the new online mentor mastermind. So go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast to learn more. So I'm testing the mastermind. So I'm just gonna let a few of you in at a low price and uh, it's already filling up quickly. So if you wanna get in, I'll let a few of you in. So go to tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast, all one word, tylopez.com slash Bitcoin podcast. If the course is closed, when you get to the page, put in your name in the waiting list, you missed out on the first round. Uh, And if you see it, welcome to the group. Glad you didn't procrastinate. Okay, back to the show. We showed a screenshot. I posted on my Snapchat. It was, uh, what, six, uh, how big was that wire? 16 million. 16 million. I'm going to pull it up while you talk here. <laughs> so tell us what you guys are doing. We're, it's on the third warehouse. Uh, the warehouse has already had 12,000 machines, mostly S9s and L3 pluses for Litecoin. And this week we ordered another 6,000 units. And then today another 4,000 units. Uh, total another $32 million today. You did another 32 million. So this 16 million I'm showing is nothing. I mean, in, 
It's just been a crazy week because normally I would never post about it publicly, but I waited till the right time when they're on their third warehouse, they've got the systems right, they got the cooling systems, they spent $7 million to get like 30 megawatts like set up to handle the electricity and get down to four cents a kilowatt hour. All these things I never understood and I, didn't, I wasn't comfortable with until they were at the right place. And now that they're at the right place and they've got the city behind them, the state behind them, uh, tens of millions of dollars behind them and nearly $100 million now. I just felt like now was the time I was comfortable with it. So me and a bunch of friends uh, bought a bunch of the machines today. Um, yeah. Congratulations. So I'm excited about it. That's cool. I'm excited so you think, you think the future of mining is as strong as ever? So what's interesting is the reason they're going to have much more technical yeah. answers but because they understand it much better than I do. But from outside looking in, uh, the network is really slow right now. And people are like, well, there's so many people mining. The main machines that we bought sold out in two hours. There's just not enough mining machines out there. And their, their next wave that's coming out in March, those are sold out too. Yeah. So there's not tens of thousands of amazing machines out there that are mining, but there needs to be because nobody could have expected tens of millions of new people to start transacting in crypto every single week. Yeah. Think about it. Seven months ago, if I would have told you guys to buy Bitcoin, or well, you, not you guys, yeah. but <laughs> if I would have told you guys to buy Bitcoin or Ethereum back in March, you would have looked at me like I had three heads. Like, what the hell is an Ethereum, okay. right? But now you've got 13 million new Coinbase accounts in a year, and there are 1.3 million uh, customer service complaints back order right now. Really? Is that what they're at? <laughs> How'd you like to be working in customer support? You come in for the day. I need to catch up. I've been waiting for a wire from them for like a week and a half. Exactly. <laughs> 1.3 million? <laughs> that has to be some kind of Guinness Book of World Record yeah. shit. Yeah. On so, Katie's account? Yeah. And it was like 11 days. Yeah, it's fast chilling. So, uh, it just feels know, like right? <laughs> we just got started. Like this is the infancy. Even though it's been around for seven or eight years, this was the setup year. Yeah. I mean, when I started first buying... A, I, start, got, I got in 2014 when I, I installed the first Bitcoin ATM into a casino. And so I dealt with the state, the city to get them to approve putting an ATM into a casino because you know how they like to be involved in the money side. <laughs> and that was 2014. Then fast forward to 2017 in March, that's when I really started buying into Ethereum and all these other coins. Um, and to see how people in March and how people in December think about it, it is absolute insanity. We wouldn't have had... A, we couldn't have done a crypto podcast this, yeah. this summer. Well, I had a very good school friend who became 150% uh, Nazi. Is that Melita Meshman? Melita Meshman, She yeah. wrote a book about how she betrayed your family, right? Right, right. And, and I, I always remember that when the Gestapo came to our house in West End, where we lived next to the campus, I mean, she lied about those things, what she, why she came or anything like that. But in any case, uh, I sent my father to her parents to warn her because they had taken my diary and I had written a lot about her. So. The Gestapo took your, your diary? Yes. Wow. We had this invasion in, in West End of knock on the door with about five uh, Gestapo people who searched the whole house and took my, well, my sister got into the concentration camp. But, but she went for, not 
she went for for political reasons, right? Political reasons, very leftist. She was more communist. Yeah, she was very leftist. And I remember, I remember your my great aunt, your sister, Tante yeah. Rela. When I was a little kid, she was always making me clothes. She would knit me clothes. Oh yes, they were all the Germans except me, because I was left-handed. I always had difficulty doing all the things because the teachers were always doing it right-handed, so I was very unskillful in those those things while my sister who was so bright anyway and could do everything and we actually we had a very nice lady from a German who but who worked for family in Moscow but she came with a war I guess or something and then my mother hired and she was our caretaker for a long time and I Here's some tea, Grandma. For oh, you. that's wonderful. She she had much more. Oh, watch, it's hot. Yeah, I'm. Uh, oh, I haven't got that here. Thing I'll hold it here. You want? Let me give you yeah, this. Yeah, well, it's too hot to put it there. All right, I'll put it here. Now you, uh, can you keep that closed, Bill? At some point, you saw Adolf Hitler in person. Where was that? Yeah, in Berlin, because my uh, this Milita Mashman wanted me to go to see him. and Where I, was he? Your your friend said you got to come meet this guy well, named Adolf I, Hitler. No, she, I met her because of, in school. Okay. Which I had switched from a gymnasium, which is very much into Latin and science, while I, my mother switched me to this other school where I met her, which was more into literature and languages and things. And she asked me to come with her to see Hitler speak and I, I went but I never said hi Hitler and I once remember going I bicycled to school and once came up the back stairs carrying my bicycle and the and the director Tom was his name of all things he came down and said you always try to go the back way because you don't want to say hi Hitler and so well, he later on went crazy, probably. Yeah, <laughs> you know, many people went. When you when you crazy. saw, was it a small room? How big was the room with Adolf Hitler? Was it a large stadium? Was it a house? I think it was outside. I think it was not inside. What did you think when you heard Adolf Hitler speak? Well, I thought he was crazy. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was crazy, and when you see some of his talks, I've seen them on the television. She does sound crazy, you know? Yeah, he sounded crazy, yeah. yeah. But she didn't see that. How much has the world changed? Oh, my God. It has changed in one way and another way it hasn't. I mean, it's just as crazy as it is now. Do you think the world's gotten worse or better? Oh, I think it's fairly dangerous right now. I think. I'm, but do you think more dangerous than you were born in World War One? The whole world was fighting World War Two when you were in your twenties. No, I mean different. I, what do you think's dangerous now? Trump. <laughs> You're not a big Trump fan. I certainly am not. <laughs> what presidents did you like? You've seen a lot. I like Carter, but not necessarily for what he did. Although he had sort of bad luck, just like Obama. I like Obama, but. Carter, after his uh, presidency, he did some wonderful things. If you could change one thing about the world, 
what would you change if you were at all power? As much peace as possible. Less war? Less war. Less war. Less soldiers, yes. What do you think is the solution? And less our prison system is crazy and bad. And I find a lot of it, of course, I don't believe in, in killing people. I mean, with the, you don't like the death penalty? I don't like the death penalty. I don't like the prison system. What do you do with the death penalty with people who who mass murder and kill a lot of people? Well, prison, all right. Okay. But I wouldn't kill them, I don't think so. And also, in some countries, they educate their prisoners. In this countries, they make them worse. Yeah. I mean, there's no way of educating prisoners here, or at least in most prisons. Yeah. yeah. Very bad prison system. I don't like the police anymore. What do you think the police are doing? I, I remember in England, they didn't even have guns yeah. in the beginning. You know. What do you think? You told me a story when your mother came to visit you from Germany. Yeah. She was, you were in Texas in the bus station, and she went into the colored person's bathroom. They used to have bathroom for black people and white people, and the police came. You told me. Oh, really? You remember that story? I, I, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. You told me that story. I wasn't there. That was in the 50s and 60s. What do you think about the segregation that you, you saw segregation? Oh, God, yes. I think that's terrible. It's still going. Best exchange for a beginner to start to buy their first Bitcoin oh. or ETH or, or ETHER or oh. um, absolutely Coinbase right now. Okay. Um, that's where I'd feel safest telling my family or friends to go check out. Just because it's the largest one, um, they are FDIC insured. Um, you can go on there, um, and I know it's not going to crash that often. It's yeah. crashed a couple times over the past 10 months, but you know this is a new industry. Um, these are all new companies, and there's massive influx of users. Yes. Um, and, yeah, they've got some insane <laughs> amount. I mean, it's like... A new wallets every day. And um, Coinbase has actually increased support staff 650%, yes. I think, over the past wow. month or something. But um, So, okay, so you, you, use, you start on Coinbase. Mm -hmm. Do you recommend, like Brock was saying, look, best thing, start at the largest market cap stuff. Mm -hmm. and move your way down. Absolutely. Do you start, so you start with Bitcoin, then you go to Absolutely. Ethereum, then you go Litecoin, Litecoin Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash. Cash. Exactly. So you agree with that strategy. 100%. As opposed to trying to buy the little teeny coins that you, and because these are not highly traded. Yes. There's the, the, low floats. They're yeah. not highly traded. Um, There's it, not much liquidity. Not a lot of volume either. Yeah. So you don't really know what's happening. You might see a price there. It says it's worth this, but it's on a very low amount of volume. So it's not actually there and you're buying essentially nothing. So you want to yeah. be really, really careful here. And that's why it's best as a beginner, like Brock said, yes. um, to just check out these big market cap coins. There's a lot of trading volume. Um, and you're working advising with Brock. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm yeah. with Brock at DNA, so Distributed yeah. Network Advisors, which yeah. is uh, their new firm. It's him and Scott Walker and a guy named James Glasscock. Uh, we're basically looking at ICOs all the time, uh, advising them, uh, yeah, working Brock with the teams. Yeah, was telling me about this. Yeah, it's amazing. So this is, ICOs, if you don't know, is a, instead of venture capital where you raise money up in Silicon Valley from people, this is actually raising money by people putting in uh, their Bitcoin or, or Ether and buying your company's coin. Eventually, maybe Apple will have their own coin. Maybe Amazon will have their own coin. Uh, Burger King did one in Russia, right? With Whopper coin. 
<laughs> I know that's right. Why did they do it in America? Why did they do it in it's Russia? It's probably probably securities laws. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Russia has been kind of weird. Okay, so we've got that as the initial exchange. Do you recommend people pull off of the exchange? Because I was uh, Vinny. There's a guy, Vinny Lingam. Uh, you should follow civic, on Twitter. Really smart guy. Uh, he's a civic guy, and he basically tweeted yesterday. You must take if you have significant amounts. You need to take it off the exchange and put it in a wallet. Absolutely. What wallet do you like for people? Um, the average, let's say beginner. Beginner? Uh, get a Ledger Nano. A Ledger Nano is essentially a flash drive. Looks like a thumb drive, but it holds your crypto. Um, so it's like a vault. It's almost like you would keep it. It's, like, it's literal cold storage. It's like a physical. Yeah. It's not physical, but it's like you have this physical yeah. thing. And there's another company called Trezor. Also yeah, Trezor. Get them from. Yep. Um, T-R-E-Z-O-R. Z-O-R, yep. yep. Trezor. Yep. And then put that in a safe or safety deposit box, and it's, it's there. What kind of safe? Uh, big safe. Both is the floor. Big safe bolt to the floor. <laughs> fire. There's ones. There's a. I forget what company yeah. uh, makes one that if there's a fire, it seals. Yes, love it. You want that? Want so it? Your house don't burn. <laughs> Especially you live here in California. We got fires happening oh, all yeah. over the place. I hope everyone's safe uh, right now. Also with that, and uh, and uh, with the with the fire thing uh, and the Bitcoin thing, man, you wanna you wanna make sure that your flash drive is safe because uh, as we know, who knows? It might go to a million bucks. I'm yeah. a, I don't know. Yeah, no one knows. But if somebody, but you should keep some on a wallet, on your phone or online too. You Absolutely. recommend it. so you don't want to keep, keep everything. The vast amount of your stash offline, yes. offline. Absolutely. Where offline. should they store if they've got an app or if they're doing it on um, a designated? I guess you can keep it on Coinbase. You can keep it on your other exchanges. Um, you just want to make sure that. So you, you don't know. think you need to keep it on something like Jax or something a wallet like you can, that? You yeah. can. You can. Keep, I keep it all around. I have it on there. I have it so on So you kind of spread it out. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and uh, I like to keep what I'm trading on my exchanges. And I'll keep profits off my exchanges.